0: Hello, Sac State students. Welcome back from spring break, and welcome to another episode of the State Hornet Spotlight. Today's host is going to be Chanel Morong, who had an interview with Passion Bailey, the co-owner of Hidden Gems Thrift Store, a bookshop and thrift store, who was featured in a State Hornet article back in February. Chanel sat down with Passion to talk a little bit more about not only her bookstore, but also her book club that led into the bookstore, some of the different nonprofit and charity organizations she's been a part of here in Sacramento, and her plans for the future. So without further ado, let's turn it over to Chanel
1: passion thank you for joining us today so I'm just gonna go ahead and jump in the questions so the first question is the Crystal Bowl Book Club. Can you tell me the beginning of your book club and how you got it started? Yes, sure. So,
0: the Crystal Bowl Book Club started in July 2012. I came up with the idea because I love books and I used to collect them all. I didn't really have a social outlet. Growing up in Sacramento, we were in the low income area. There was some dysfunction in our family life. I moved around a lot, I went to different schools. So I never really got a chance to develop friendships right out of high school. I got a job and started working. I met friends in my career, like working, but I never really had that friendship. So I needed a social outlet. And so I was like, what best way to do that? Develop that those friendships through books. I went ahead and gathered a couple
1: of women that I know that love to read as well. And we got together and came up with the book club. Did your time in your book club lead into the opening of Hidden Gems?
0: I do think so because I've always had a a dream being an entrepreneur and opening a thrift store. And I always had that love for thrifting. And so in a way it did because through my community service, through the book club, I met Barry. And that's kind of how that all came together. So yeah, the book club was inspired through community service and wanting to give back, but then also wanting to be empowered myself for starting my own business and learning that side
1: it was mentioned in the article that you have a love of books and thrifting from your family. Can you go more into that a little bit? Family is
0: everything to me. My family were my friends, my first friends. And so family is big for me, as well as even just being more aware of you know family legacies and things like that and history. I'm really big on that. So my mother used to take me to thrift stores thrifting with her. Back in the day, I didn't I didn't really like thrifting. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I just remember that was something that we did all the time. It was a part of my childhood. Was going to thrift stores. She talked about going. Her and my father's mother, my grandmother, and my mother. They created a bond through, through thrifting. My mom loved furniture and different new pieces. My grandmother loved to decorate. So they would go and hunt down different uh, furniture pieces and items to decorate their house. And she, my mom would tell me stories, you know, but it was like, okay, mom, you know, that was cute. But when I, as I got older and became an adult and my, my mother, my grandmother, I had to take care of her right before she passed. And so I was able to get a wealth of information and history from her and just get to know her on a different level. One of the stories she told me was how her and my mom would go thrifty and how my mom would build these relationships with the thrift store owners. And my mom had an eye for different things. And how she admired my mom and how they had so much fun thrifting so it, it kind of hit me different to hear her side of it. and it was just like it sealed the deal like oh no I'm going to start this thrift store in honor of my mother and my grandmother because they are two strong black women and that's going to continue their legacy and I'm going to have a legacy through it and then along with the books if it wasn't for thrift stores I wouldn't have found books and there's one thing that I in the article that I wanted to kind of clear up in the article I We were low, we lived, we had a low income. We lived in poverty somewhat and because of that education wasn't important and so I didn't I think I awarded that wrong where I came across the wrong way because I don't want to say that just because you're in, you have low income and you grew up in a low income neighborhood that education isn't important because there's plenty of people who grew up in low income neighborhoods but education was very important was like the primary the foundation of their life and some people work hard to put their children through school because education is so important. It was just in my household that the focus was more on surviving. And so my mom, she cleaned houses. She did what she had to do to make sure that we had what we needed. Although we went through through a tough time. There was times when I was homeless. And so there, you know, we went through a lot, but I just think that because my mother, she struggled through her childhood, she was born in 1940. So she struggled through her childhood. Education wasn't really her focus. And then she had me later on in life without education. And she was, she was like almost 40 when she had me. So at that time, I just, I don't know what it was with my mother, why she, I think she did the best she could as far when it came to education, but she just really didn't passed down to me because like i said i went through i went to so many different schools where i wasn't able to even develop friendships with people and keep those friendships throughout school so that was just in our household where education was important but i think i'm thankful that my mom did expose me to thrift stores and, and did purchase the books that i that i wanted because I just, I don't know, I just like, I just fell in love with books. And it wasn't really reading the books. Like, I would love, I love the title of the books, the picture of it. I would kind of skim through some of the books, but I just cherish these books. And just throughout the years, and then I just think, when I think back of how my life was saved through, okay, I'm getting these books, and then something connected with words. And so I started journaling. I love to write and journal, and so that helped me through tough times i even think because i have a I have a strong spiritual background even with that i think just going through books and seeing like different bibles and just being interested and in, so i don't know i just feel like books save my life <laughs> so yeah off the top of your head what's your favorite book off the top of my head what's my favorite oh gosh i know there's so many of them little... i'm gonna bring up the coldest winter ever now that is there's the reason why like i can probably name them because I, I love them all I, I feel i feel like i'm cheating on, on them if i say like this is my one favorite book but but i think the coldest winter ever was like one of the first books that i just read all the way through and i think i read it in maybe a day or two and it was like oh my god this is <laughs> this was amazing it was a little um, raunchy and ratchet. <laughs> and so I say that to say the release, the sequel, just
1: dropped today. Really? <laughs> Are you going to check it out? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a whole
0: movement that's going on surrounded around this book so yeah i'm definitely going to check it out uh we're doing a huge thing i was going to bring it up later if you you know when we get to that point but yeah books books really is is just really my life is who i am Is who i've built my my reputation on everybody you know like when i see people that i haven't seen in a few years they always ask me how's book club going and they because i think they know that i'm a light up i'm like oh yeah yeah we're still you know book club is still going
1: strong you know sacramento favorite book club <laughs> <laughs> you're very passionate about it and i that's that's a good i like that yeah oh, like so this is going to be a big jump from the book club. One of your organizations, is the Nubian Empowered Woman. Yes, Nubian
0: Empowered Women. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yes. I am aware that it's a mentoring program for young girls of color. What else can you tell me about that? So
0: Nubian Empowered Women. Everything that I do, I feel like I do it. I'm passionate about. Like I don't do things that just, just, just to do it, just because it's on trend. I do things because. I'm passionate about it and I'm a black woman and this is something to help black girls and women. So it's not, it it is, it is a mentoring program, but it's also helped for older, like women who want to be mentors. So there's mentees and mentors. It is a group where women and girls can come Black women and girls and come and feel safe and be their self, be their natural self without feeling like they have to, or whatever case, they can just be their natural self. And we just talk about everything from dating to spirituality to um, finances just everything to empower us as Black women
1: and girls. I feel like the longer the interview goes, like the longer I can see that you put in 110% into whatever you do. And I think that's like, you are like a very good example of like women empowerment everywhere, you know? It is. And
0: really my whole thing, because I I came to this awareness that Black people suffer, right? That we suffer. Mm -hmm like um, I'm always you know, proud and I'm always speaking up on anything that has to do with uplifting or anything that is oppressing Black people. And the number one thing is sometimes people get at least like misunderstand it. It's not a selfish type thing because I feel that pouring in and wanting to help Black people and wanting to uplift and empower Black people it's it's a humanity thing. Like, we are humans. <laughs> like, you saying, like, this is not right, that everyone sh- deserves a good education. Everyone deserves good health care. Everyone deserves to have their own control of their own destiny. You know, everyone deserves, that's, that's a human right. <laughs> so go Black people, or, or I'm <laughs> talking about, like, support black businesses or right? if i'm talking about reparations and which people don't like to talk about which i don't know a lot about so don't ask me a lot of questions but i know that that the wealth gap like we can you know you can look it up you can google like the wealth gap you can google like all this stuff that's right there in my fingertips and you can see it and there's history and there's so much knowledge behind you know, all this, all these ideas that, that tell you that it's unequal. Like there's, there's an unbalance there, you know, mm-hmm. it goes down to humanity, you know? And I, I mean, I even get, even with the thrift store, because it's just sometimes it's like, so when I started the, I know nothing like God and the universe, or wherever the most high, you know, when you're on the right track, where you're doing things like things just kind of open up when you're doing, I don't know how to explain it, where you're meet, you meet the right people, you have all these opportunities because it's showing like you're on the right track. And so that's kind of what happened to me when I, um, when I started the book club and I started doing a lot of community service. Things just start happening. And so with, with the thrift store, that opens up. So you have humanity and then you have the earth you know like where we live and we it all kind of ties in together you know like if you if you care about the earth you want to recycle care about mm-hmm. humanity you want to empower and support black people as well as all people but especially black people because like we're kind of we're kind of on the, the, the total pole i laugh because it is not it's not funny but i laugh just to kind of you know like come on now
1: definitely have you been working on any other charity work recently? New um, Being empower Women. We are working with um, a
0: new group. It's not a new organization, but it's a new group a program called She. It's like a mm-hmm. support group to help women that who, has, who have been experiencing domestic violence or sexual abuse, anything like that. Just that's kind of like the foundation of it. It's really it's just a support group for women, so Movie we're assisting with that um, and then, let's see the book club is a part of this citywide book club event that's supporting the new release of uh, Life After Death which is a sequel for, to The Coldest Winter Ever and so that's March 28th and really it's we're, we're celebrating Sister Soldier who's the author of the book but it's all Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to bring awareness to book clubs because it, there's several book clubs that are kind of involved in this and so my dream and goal is to have a community of book club like just be a normal theme that girls have instead of like whatever whatever they're into that you know they may click up to you know come together I click up to come together because we're book clubs and you know <laughs> we do our thing. You <laughs> know you know, or like I say, you know, my auntie used to be a part of that book club a long time ago. I just wanted to be like a community of book clubs. And so that is my hope that if they don't want to join our book club or any of the other book clubs they
1: they will join they will create a book club and that's something that book club is doing. That sounds like an amazing plan. Like that's not, that sounds like a really cool dream, you know? Yeah. Oh I know.
0: Just you know, a whole bunch of Sacramento is known
1: for their youth and book clubs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've talked about this, you've explained it a little bit earlier. But what do you think is the impact of your different organizations? The okay.
0: impact is just as a whole is that you are. So I'm, I'm touching different areas as far as books because being able to read is going to help you as far as reading more you'll be comfortable with reading and so you'll be able to not only read for entertainment it'll be easier for you to read other documents that can help you in life and so reading is thing that can communities as a whole one of the things that so if you can't read as a community you'll see more teen pregnancies you'll see more poverty on conservation. I wish that the programs that I have and that I'm involved in was around when I was a kid, because I would have been interested in it. <laughs> Today is a lot different than when I grew up, because yeah. me, I grew up as a child in the 80s, and you know, we had tapes. I remember listening to Too Short. <laughs> to Too Short, <laughs> like, as a little girl sneaking with the tape, on the tape recording, you know. Um, And so, and then, you know even as a teen growing up in the 90s it was, you know it's just the, everything was different but the biggest thing is social media because you know i had to had the tape you know but it took it took something it took somebody to bring that to me you know whereas everything is right there at the tip of your hand that you can get into you can get into so much just by having this phone or internet you know so it's different and i know that um when i talk to young girls and i'm coming with a little bit of a different perspective but because i know i know how you know there's a lot that has changed but there's a lot that hasn't changed and it can be really rough out there you know trying to maneuver in a negative
1: environment mm-hmm. circling back to head to hidden gems mm-hmm. what do you think is its impact and how do you think that differs from your or other organizations or other charity work
0: it you know like i said it, it it doesn't the impact is still there no matter what because just because my passion behind it it's Mm -hmm. always going to be impactful because like i don't just do stuff just to you know do it it's connected to like this is what i'm going to be doing for the rest of my life i'm going to be thrifting or having a thrift store and expanding i am you know so I'm not doing it just to, I do want to make a, you know, I have to make a living, but I do want to make a profit, but that is not my motivation. My motivation is to continue this legacy and to help my community, help people, provide a service for people. So that, that's, that's, my, that's my biggest thing. I think that's, that's how, that's where that impact comes from, because everything that I do, I do it from my heart. Times I have to separate the two because I am in the business to make money. And a lot of times, like I, there's been times when there was a young lady that came in the store who couldn't even afford anything in there, but needed, like I can clearly see she needed some clothes. And so all that there's, you know, there's stuff that the thrift store or whatever the case may be in But I gave her clothes because she needed it and when she came she went into the bathroom to change and get herself together when she came back the glow on her face and the look that she gave me and the the appreciation you can tell that she was grateful but not only grateful she felt good and that was worth more than anything that she could even purchase from you know so. I, and I, I and I hope that when people come in the store and they see, see that this is, uh, I'm not just trying to make a profit off of them. I want I want them to, you know, feel good when they leave. I I, I get off of them coming back to the store and saying, you know, that outfit that you bought, I got so many compliments on it. You know, so that makes me feel good. You know, I. I had a young guy that come came in the store not too long ago and he was like a YouTuber and he Mm -hmm. was like filming himself and he said something like, This store is fire, y'all, or something he said and like no lie, I was about to start crying right then. Like, I was so so overjoyed that, you know, that he was, he found that something that I put together and things that I picked, uh oh, okay, the things that I picked that he, you know, that the young people are feeling it. There's a lady that comes in every now and then. She's a cute little lady. She's the cutest little lady in. She has like she's a grandmother, but she comes in and we talk, and she shops, and she the last time she came, she brought her daughter in, and you know she and you could tell she felt good that she had a relationship with this you know business this owner, and she can bring her daughter there and they can pick out stuff. I don't know, it was just a really good feeling. So that is the impact that I'm not just doing this, even though yes, I do want to make a profit and I. You know, I want to make a living off of this, but I'm not just doing it for the money. I'm doing it because, again, it's a part of my legacy. And it helps my community.
1: And I make people
0: feel good. I'm doing something to help the earth. Hopefully, that's that's it.
1: Sounds like you really found your calling.
0: And you know, I'm I'm human, and I have bad days. Mm. And some days you know I feel less confident in what I do and uh, it's not easy running a business it takes there's a lot of work behind me doing things like this telling my story with you young people and having incidents where people come in like those young know, lady coming in though that these things keep me going because I didn't, if I didn't have people like you Chanel to you know come and talk to me is like am I doing you know I I think eventually you know the most high Give me that conviction, conviction to keep pushing. But you guys help me go on and keep me. Fit. My mom, she, she, I think she put a spell. She cursed me at birth by naming me Passion, because I, I'm so <laughs> passionate about a lot of things. Like you can ask my husband, he's just like
1: <laughs> he bless his heart. <laughs> so, Passion. Finally, before we go, what's next for you? Anything we should know about coming up? Let's see so
0: let's see what is next for me. There is a lot of, I come up with all kinds of stuff, but I just keep, um, I would like people to stay, uh, up, like stay on my website, the Hidden Gems list website, which is www.hiddengemsthriftstore.com. Um, uh, cause I'll be doing more things, um, in the community as far as, uh, finding fashion and, and having a lifestyle on a budget. And if, ways to um, dress up nice but still save money. You can dress up nice and save some of that money to travel and do other things. But um, and then also with the literary group, I want to do more in as far as writing and helping other people with writing and. definitely always working community service, service, helping, helping the black struggle i'll become I'll, i'm always going to be doing everything that i'm doing now but on a bigger scale
1: i'm very excited to see that i'm, I'm excited to see what you can do you know <laughs> i th- all right i think that's all the questions i have thank you for joining thank
0: me thank you so much